Hi, this is Andy of Andy's Personal Development and we are currently live in the breakout room. So, welcome and welcome and we love being here for you with quality and value to inspire and to transform. Remember, we are on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon and iTunes. Today, as usual, we have a special guest to share with you for your development and growth and to live your better informed life. So, grab a cup, pull up a seat and stay tuned for the introduction right here now, live in The Breakout Room. The Breakout Room, the place for health, happiness and prosperity. Stay tuned. Our next guest in the breakout room is Laura Brennan Ballet. She's an author, global new thought creator and speaker, neuroenergy facilitator and life empowerment coach. Her podcast and blog is entitled The Science of Empowerment. This is her publication as well, The Science of Empowerment, accompanied by the J3 formula. So let's welcome this explorative and thought-creating guest, Laura Brennan Ballin. And so we are live in the breakout room. This is Andy of Andy's Personal Development. And yes, our guest, Laura, is here with us to give us some very positive and enterprising information on her expertise, her life, and the things that she would have a value to share with us. Um, before we begin, Laura, I'd just like us to take a minute to you know, say a heartfelt prayer on behalf of those people in Syria and Turkey who have been hit hard by a 7.5 and a 7.8 earthquake. Uh, almost 2,000 people have lost their lives and casualties are still being added up. So we, we, we want to just lift them up in our hearts and in our prayers and believe that they're going to get the help and the necessary resources that they need. And we just pray that this too shall pass and that they shall rebound with the resilience that we know the human spirit has. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. And so as we continue, as we invite you into our studio, tell us a bit about yourself, Laura. If you can go back as far back as a young lady growing up in your parents' home, what was the experience like for you? And what are some of the things that you remember most that has left an indelible impression on your mind as a young lady growing up. Yes. Well, hello, and thank you so much. It was such a beautiful introduction, um, the way you <laughs> everything together. I love it. I wanted to film it while it was ah. happening, but I put my phone off and away, and I, I couldn't get it. So it's so beautiful. And, yes, thank heartfelt you. Um, prayers and thoughts to the people 
all around the world, we're all going through so many challenges. And when it hits like that physically and emotionally and mentally and geographically, it reminds us um, of the fragility of each yeah. other and one another. That's right. So yeah. uh, blessings to the, to the world as a whole. Um, yes. I was just talking to a friend of mine about this the other day that I still remember being 14 years old and mm-hmm. telling my mom I was going to write a book one day and okay. I'm going to change the world. And of course, when you're a child, right, your parents are like, wonderful, just enjoy, <laughs> go about <laughs> you know your business. And um, I think my brother Christopher and I, and I mention him because um, I always give a heartfelt acknowledgement. He's the creator of the J3 equals E formula, which we'll talk okay. about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which was the impetus and, and the driving uh, fuel for me to create the science of empowerment. So very right. cool teamwork with a brother and a sister. But we were very okay. fortunate. Our parents um, loved us deeply. We mm-hmm. were not without challenges. We were yeah. not without, um, as I say, crosses to bear, yeah. but we had love. And so okay. um, had this sense of freedom in the way we thought about our potential and our ability. So if we wanted to do something, they never blocked us. We could do it. Like if my brother said, I want to be an astronaut, they'd be like, okay, go at your yourself and yeah. figure out how yeah. to get to the moon. Um, so it was kind of all around that. So I think the book and the passion and the mission was in me when I was a child. And it was just a matter of moving through life experience to bring me to the place of when I actually um, took a breath and began to create what really mattered to me. And that was finding a way to impart empowerment um, on a mass scale And how could I remind the human population that um, we're all born with a genius and a brilliance inside of ourselves? And so that's what led me to write the book. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing, Laura. So uh, could you tell us actually what the J3 uh, equal E formula really stands for? And you said that your brother was the inspiring force behind it. What role did he actually play in developing it and how powerful has it been thus far for the people that you have helped using that technique? Yes. So a couple things. So my brother Uh Christopher uh, created the formula. He started playing around with mindset. How could we use words to create an energetic structure to empower people to do things that Maybe they lacked the confidence or they didn't quite tap into their potential. Uh, My brother is also a former USA Olympic gymnastics coach. So he worked on a very high level mindset material. But what I noticed was a lot of the people that he worked with were already people that were primed to be champions, primed to be the top of their game. I wanted to know... What would it be like if we applied the formula to everyday people, such mm-hmm. as myself, just mm-hmm. 
moms and dads and kids and, um, you know, a pastor or leadership at your church or a politician or a police officer or a school teacher? Like, what would it look like for everyday people to use this formula to empower their daily experiences? Right. So right. Uh, I'll tell you what the formula stands for. So the J is mm -hmm. representative of Jekyll. And that is J-E-K-L. And that is the name of our business and our neuromuscular training facility here in the United States. Okay. Um, so now we break that down to the J stands for two of his best friends. The E stands for the first person that took the course, his mm -hmm. training. The K mm -hmm. is for our cousin who is like a, a blood brother to my brother, Christopher. And the L in Jekyll is for Laura, me, his sister. And then uh, there's a halo above and below, which represents our parents. So encompassed within this formula are five empowering principles. And those are awareness, willingness, accountability, critical thinking, and energy. And then when you take those five principles and you put them in the framework of negative positive neutral one of those three fields of energy those now begin to empower your life so every experience you have every situation you're in you run through the five principles you will realize you are in the power seat of choice of energy so none of us want to choose negativity but we find ourselves in a negative state often. So now we move up to neutrality and then from neutral, we skyrocket into positive and it works every time it works on children, whether they're five all the way up. My oldest client is 72 and okay. we, yes, because it's never too late to grow, to advance. Yes. To yes. So we apply the principles and this power seat of choice of energy, whether you're working out, whether you're working on nutrition, whether you are trying to heal past trauma, whether you are working through issues in your work environment on the corporate level, uh, whether you are personally working towards your own goals, when you move through the principles in the way that they're structured, it begins to shift the dynamics, the energy, the frequency of how you are experiencing your life. And you begin to evolve. Thus, you become empowered. Wow. Amazing. Um, I'm hearing so much about self-empowerment and self-awareness. And that's wonderful. How much of your life, Laura, personally identifies or resonates with that actual sense of awareness and the development and growth that you have experienced personally? How much of it is reflected in the work that you do? Yes. So in full transparency, about 98% of everything I do, every way I move through my day is based on the science of empowerment, based on the J3 equals E. From the okay. moment I wake up already, my awareness, how am I greeting my day? Did I have a bad dream? Did I go to bed with a little bit of unresolved energy? How can I now move through this awareness? So immediately I ask myself, what am I aware of? Second uh, principle, willingness. Now what am I willing to do about that awareness? Third principle, accountability. 
Where am I accountable? So it's not on you. It's not on anything outside of myself. I'm accountable for how I choose to feel about myself and how I now am going to create my day to actually be. Fourth principle, critical thinking. So if I had, let's say, a day, a bad day the night before, went to bed feeling a little ruffled, again, I wake up. So now my critical thinking moves me into positive intelligence, right? My emotional acuity is high. I relax the emotional reaction and I respond with intelligence. So now I don't go through my day with ego and energy all over the place. I am in the power seat of choice, which brings me to the fifth principle, energy. I choose to awaken to the day neutral and I am going to create a positive experience everywhere I go today. And that is basically how I start my day. Some days are more challenging than others, but when a challenge arises, I move through the five principles. I choose neutrality. I figure out how to recalibrate into positivity. And I end up having a pretty positive day almost all the time. <laughs> Sounds amazing. So, Laura, tell us, what are some of the feedbacks that you get from the people that you work with, the clients, in terms of the effects, of course, positive, that what you do is having on their lives and the actual differences that they are seeing as they continue to uh, use and engage in the process? Yes, that's a great question. And I'm, I'm humbled to express that every person that I, I personally have connected with through the book, yeah. number one, and then through my coaching practice based on the science of empowerment using the J3E formula, there has been such transformation that you, you're, it kind of takes your breath away because number one, you, you want to help people, you want to support them. But the beautiful aspect about this formula is it doesn't tell you who to be, how to be, what to become. What it does is it awakens that mm. awareness in you. Yeah. It reminds you, I am a genius. I am brilliant. I am a child of the stars. I actually have the same elements in my being that the universe does. I am empowered and powerful, and I have gifts. I maybe forgot about them. Maybe through trials and tribulations and life conditions, I lost my connection. But the science of empowerment is here to remind the reader. The coaching journey is here to remind the client, I am. It's me. So as a coach, yeah. I don't, I don't tell them anything i just guide them and all of a sudden one day we'll be in a session and they'll be you can see it you can feel it they'll connect like i thought of that i did that i changed that and yes the skills and the principles and the formula and a skilled practitioner of empowerment helps set the journey and guides the exploration but it's you you yeah. have the power. Yes, you have the power to do the work yes. and to achieve the results. Yes. Fantastic. Uh, could you tell us 
like for someone who's tuning in for the first time and wanting to understand what you actually do, Laura, and the stuff that you represent, if they should hear the term neuroenergy facilitator, yeah. what should they be thinking about? How would you describe that to them? Yes. So I love talking about this. Many of us hear the word like neuroscience and mm -hmm. all different realms of psychology and behavioral pathways and all sorts of therapies, and we get a bit frozen. What does yeah. that mean? How, so neuroenergy is beautiful because energy is in everything. It is literally in everything. And for mm -hmm. those of us that maybe don't understand new sciences and epigenetics, and maybe we don't study a lot of ancient knowledge, or let's just even say read a spiritual book, but we can look outside and see the change of seasons, or we can pet a dog, we can see a flower bloom, we can watch the sunrise, right? We all know what this universal energy looks like and how it makes us feel. We can yeah. watch a movie, read a book, or see a painting, and we could cry because it's feeling, it's hitting something in our well-being. That's what neuroenergy is. It is tapping in to the universal connectivity of oneness. We are one. We may look different, sound different, talk different, but we're not. It's, we're not. <clears throat> our hearts and our minds and our souls are connected. We think together. How I think affects you, no matter where we are in the world. Mm. How my heart feels about humanity, no matter where we are in the world, right? How I behave and how I interact throughout my day has a ripple effect energetically. Now, I tell people, and I write about this in the book, even if you don't understand all of that, you don't understand frequency, you don't understand energy, you don't understand electrical currents, it's okay. You know your heart. You know yeah. your spirit. You yeah. know that your mind knows how to think about things. Now when you have a facilitator to start to bring all of that into alignment, it actually empowers the person to now start thinking differently. How I think affects my biology. How my biology moves gives me well-being through my day. So now thought epigenetics, our, our internal biology, and how I respond to the world around me actually all has a resonation. So how I move does affect how you feel, even if we don't think it. So I tell everybody, if you want to know, then read. But if you just want to get empowered and you read the book and you become coachable, now you start to realize that if I walk into a room and I'm negative, that's going to affect the rest of the people in the room. It's that mm. simple. When I yeah. walk into a room and I bring happiness and joy and energy, it affects other people. That's neural energy in real time. Wow. 
<laughs> that deserves a chair. That was really, really amazing, Laura. Thank you so much for the in-depth detail that you described the process. And that leads me to the next question. What, you know, as you as you have been in this for such a long time, and we're going to get to the dancing and stuff in a little bit. We've got, we've got to go down that lane a little bit. But for some of the people that you meet and that you, you, you share this information and the process with, what are some of the challenges that you see keep coming up from time to time that they have? And it is so applicable that this has been the, the form of, of, of regular commitment for them to overcome. What are some of those challenges? Is there a certain pattern? Is there some things that stand out more than others that they face when they come to you? Yeah, great question. Yes, again, I'm going back to the human condition. Yeah. Because we all know what it feels like, whether we are abandoned, neglected, yeah. whether mm -hmm. we grew up with alcoholism, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's sexual abuse, there's physical abuse. There's all of this in the human condition. And if we have been so blessed as personally, maybe we haven't been touched by it, but I've yet to meet anyone that hasn't been touched. We do right. know someone and it lends that compassion. So I find that people get very stuck in mm -hmm. thinking that because I saw something or because mm -hmm. I was treated a certain way, I have to live out the rest of my life as the result of that experience. And what I try to work and facilitate and coach is letting them know that that experience came from someone that didn't do the work. They just repeated the pattern. But you now are in the power position to do the work and break the cycle and create and design a new pattern, one that is more uplifting, one that is more empowering. And that doesn't mean that you bury your feelings about what you went through. You absolutely bring them up and you embrace them. And to the best of your ability, you honor them, but only as a contrast, meaning I don't want that. I did not like that. I know that was not correct. What can I now do to take that and recalibrate it into something good, something that I can use for my own well-being and for everyone that I come in contact with? So, yes, patterns are in place for what I call the contrast mechanism. They are there to reflect and remind us of what we know was either wrong or incorrect or not quite evolved enough. And they're there to help me see that now I get to own the experience of recalibrating that. So if my father beat me, I now know I don't have to beat my child. I okay. know I can recalibrate that pattern. And I can do it through discipline and commitment and skill and education. And yes, there is efforting. But oh boy, what a beautiful experience to know that you actually have redesigned a generational pattern 
and you were the founder of that new energy and now yeah. you get to set that forward amazing <laughs> wow thank you that was deep laura that was really deep and i'm sure it would resonate with the people who are going to hear this stuff on this episode now i'm looking at your information and it says that um you did a lot of self-expression through not only your writing, but decades of training as a dancer. Yeah. That's interesting. What kind yeah. of dancing did you do? Was it salsa, rumba? What, what, what was it? Very traditional. So I started in ballet and then uh -huh. what, what we say here in the States, a ballerina on toe. Right. Toe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, I started when I was two years old. My mother mm -hmm. put me in dance. I had a lot of energy. Okay. Okay. And um, then I went off into what we call jazz, which is now right. hip-hop. Yeah. I also yeah. studied tap and freeform dancing. So my mom was very uh, tuned in to her daughter and knew that there's a lot of energy circulating in my little one. How mm -hmm. can I help her? move through this and give me a, a very healthy creative outlet and yeah. so through dance it really taught me how to express and from some of the trials and tribulations that i went through in my own life i was able to move through the energy the movement of and the fluidity of dance and it helped me to not take on as much anger or disappointment or yeah. strife and struggle. It allowed me to hear music and have lights and perform on stage and really give me an outlet. So very early on, and I didn't know this at the time, but I was learning how to recalibrate patterns, negative patterns, into more of a positive outcome. And I did that through my dance. And then when I was in about my 20s, 24, 25, I realized that that's how I empowered myself. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing. That's a powerful story. Wonderful indeed. So tell us a bit about the podcast. When did it start and what prompted you to start it? And what was the aim and the purpose? What type of audience were you looking to address and the kind of listeners that you wanted to attract with the podcast so something very unique has happened with that so mm -hmm. when i set out to write this book never did i think in the back of my mind let me be a coach let me be okay. a life transformative coach let me be an empowerment yeah. neural energy facilitator all of where i've learned and grown and, and those achievements all came out of the expression of wanting to empower other people Mm -hmm. Then it came to me that, Laura, you need to write articles and blogs and you need to do a podcast. And I was like, what do you mean a podcast? And they're like, well, take the book, take that energy, take that fire in your belly and bring it out now to the world through media, such as a podcast. So now what actually I've done is I've put all of that on hold. And I have a beautiful co-creative partner, Stefan Hoffman, and he lives in a small fishing village in South Africa. And we now have created a global podcast. 
And together, we are bringing this very beautiful, esoteric, spiritual foundation, and we're merging it with the neuroenergy and the neuroscience of the science of empowerment. So now we are wanting to even expand out on a global level. And there really isn't a specific person in mind because all of us truly need the reflection to remember of our beauty and of our kindness and of our goodness. Even though we see so much around the world that is in opposite of that, my podcast and what I really am working towards, my mission and my passion, is to be a point of reflection, a reminder that you are a spark of light. And then when you and I are together, now we're two sparks of light. And then every person listening, and now they're going to hear something in this, and they're going to take it to their partner or their child or their elder or maybe someone at their work or their church, and they're going to say, I heard something interesting today. Can I share it with you? And then that person is going to say, of course you can. And now we've got four sparks of light talking about it. And now we begin to grow. And so I always think about what would it look like if our spirits were left our bodies and were hovering above the planet Earth? How many points of light would there be? And how many points of darkness? And how can we, as maybe light facilitators, bring more light to one another? And this goes back to what I feel is the power of one and the empowerment of each other. That when I can remind you and you can remind me of our goodness and of our beauty and of our humanness, this is how we're going to be able to recalibrate the wrongs in the world. Yeah, that's powerful. I'm thinking about an audience, Laura, and people are sitting and listening to you and they're saying to themselves, wow, this is deep and wondering, do we have within ourselves the ability to actually do that? I mean, you're talking about basically a paradigm shift because, you know, the minute you turn on the media, the news, or you hear what's happening around you in the world, as you say, it's really dark. And there's not much room for encouragement and you're beginning to think, okay, so how can I follow that kind of thinking, that openness, that awareness, that oneness, that light, and actually make a positive difference? What would you say to people that they can actually do in their personal lives to get that paradigm shift, you know, in the way they think to change so that they believe in themselves that they can actually make a positive difference? So there's many complexities to to that question. However, I'm going to say, so even when you were talking there, when you said, if you turn on the news, there's not much room left, right? Because it's all dark. So right there, I would say, recalibrate that statement. I want you to empower. So Mm -hmm. rather than I turn on the news and there's not much room, Mm -hmm. number one, I would say, other than a quick moment of understanding what's going on in the world, do not watch the news too much. The news is in place as a really big contrast to what we don't want. We already are aware that those people, they've chosen that path. We don't align with them. That doesn't mean they're bad people and they don't have beautiful families and hearts, but they've chosen a path that 
goes towards negative than positive. So I would say to the people, if you lack the confidence, if self-doubt is up front and center, if you're scared, if you live in fear, if you truly believe that you are not brilliant and genius, let me ask you to suspend all of that negativity. Just suspend it for a while. Put it somewhere. Put it in a box. Put it in a closet. Um, Put it outside the front door. Do something. Just take it and move it out of your mind, body, and consciousness for a little bit. Read the book and start applying the formula. Okay. And don't let anything get in your way. Just pretend. Pretend for a little bit. Now, it might be for one hour, I'm going to act as if I am empowered and nothing is going to disrupt that. And I'm going to use gratitude and a book or a podcast or my service at church. I'm going to use something to help recalibrate the way my mind has been thinking. Now, I'm also, I'm going to blow everybody's mind here. Mm -hmm. I also want you to move into the idea that you are a designer of thought. And I write about this in the book. And I'm going to say this statement, and I just want you to hear it. You can become a redesigner of thought itself so that you can dissolve negative patterns and behaviors all the way through a positive outcome. So the way you think and how you think about that thought actually has an energy attached to it. So if you think, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, there's too much bad in the world, who am I to change anything? What can I offer? you got to change that. I am a child of God or of the universe. I am empowered. I just have forgotten how to empower myself. But I'm Mm going to read. I'm going to Google. I'm going to study. I'm going to learn from the people that understand that vibration. And I'm going to start watching them. I write about this. Look at all the masters and the sages. Look at all the leadership that you know is good and powerful and strong. Watch how they move through their language. Watch how they hold their body. Look at what they do and begin to figure out your own version of it. Not mine, not yours, but your own. So they may hear my words, but now I want you to take them in and filter them in a way that makes sense for you. So very simple. It may be, geez, um, I holler or scream at my kids a lot because I'm frustrated. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to empower myself. I'm going to remind myself that they are children and I am an example. And even though I haven't maybe healed all of my own, I'm not going to add burden onto them. I'm going to start to treat them the way I wish I was treated when I was that age. I'm going to start to learn what that energetic dance is between being accountable and being empowered. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a whole 
lot of sense, Laura, and it is very empowering, very enlightening. Look, here's the thing. You, you spoke deeply about connections. You spoke deeply about a sense of awareness. Um, I'm getting the feeling that family is extremely important to you and relationships. You spoke about Jekyll and so on. But do you have this still voice that you go to, um, someone that I would consider as a mentor, and that person, you know, they hold you in high esteem, and it's a confidential kind of relationship where when you are faced with challenges, you need to make certain decisions, uh, choices. There's this still voice that you go to. This person helps you to remain centered, keep your feet on the ground and stuff. Think it through and objectively make decisions. And I, I'm talking about something that sounds almost surreal because it's near perfection. But we always have someone that we run to in difficult situations. Does that person exist for you, that mentor, that still voice that helps you make tough decisions? And, and who's that person in your life? So I have almost a two-part answer for that. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very fortunate and feel very blessed that I have actual physical people here in my life. Um, my mother is one of yeah. them. Right. Um, I, I can go to her no matter what state I am in. And I can express, and she holds love for me. Right. Now, she doesn't let me just, you know, go overboard. Um, she knows how to kind of rein it in and give me some structure. She's my right. mom. My right. brother, my brother Chris, we have this kind of dynamic where we, we have this. I do have mentors and coaches of my own throughout the world that I have this relationship with. But to be very authentic and transparent, my true source is from the universe, and that is mm -hmm. the omnipresence. And we can okay. say it is God. Some people mm -hmm. say it is plural. It's all good. But I connect to the source. And for me, that is such an individual journey. It can mean so many things to so many people. But yet again, I think as a collective family, the global family, we all know that if we're down on our knees and we are connecting to the source, I pretty much would say it's the same source. We just have different ways of looking at it. But through this work, through the lifelong empowerment work, I have come to trust that my own best guidance is my higher self because I believe that my higher self is connected to the omnipresence. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing. So we have been listening to Laura Brennan-Bale. She's an author, uh, a global new thought creator and speaker and neuroenergy facilitator. Her book, uh, which is the science of empowerment. Could you tell people how they can get access to the book, Laura? Yes, yes. So right now it is, um, you can purchase it via my website, www.thescienceofempowerment.com. Mm -hmm. And I personally sign and mail the books out. But the hard copies, um, the hard copies themselves are only available here in the States. Everyone okay. global, 
um, gets an ebook download. Now, we are getting ready to launch on Amazon in about a month. So when it is out, then everyone can get the hard copy all over the world. But we're, okay. we actually are doing another re-edit of the book. We're adding a bit more knowledge in there. Um, so I wanted to get that in before we do the final um, brand new launch. It's never yeah. been launched on Amazon yet. But um, oh. for people who want to get the ebook download, um, please just go on the website. You order it. There's a button you click on. It goes right out to you. For those of you that want a signed limited edition in the United States, and I'm so sorry, I just can't. The media mail won't allow it to get to all parts of the world right now. That's why. Mm -hmm. um, but for those in the USA that are listening, uh, definitely I can um, get a book to you. And then about a month from now, so if you want to wait, it will be available. Just go on to Amazon, thescienceofempowerment.com, and then the whole global family can become empowered. Yeah, yeah. sounds like a plan, Laura. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. So uh, tell us. If someone needs to have you speak at a function, deal with their group, CEO, executive, entrepreneur, uh, career-oriented people, whoever they might be, how is the best way they can reach out and interact with you? Yes. So, again, you can go on to the website. Uh, there's a, an email comment box. My business number is on there. Like people call me. I do virtual speaking engagements. Um, something very unique that's coming up are groups of people are either getting the ebook. I have a, a group of gentlemen in uh, Uganda that are reading the book, and then I come in and we do an author's Q and A, and they ask okay. questions. So I am always open to creative collaboration. I will show up anywhere that I may add uh, value and compassion and be in service to anyone that is actually empowering their influence, their group. Um, don't ever hesitate anyone to ever reach out to me. I'll be there. I'll find a way. Okay. <laughs> right. So we just have about three and a half minutes left to go. Mm -hmm. And I would like to take Laura on a little fun run, if she doesn't mind. Nope. Um, it's just probably two questions. And the first one is, what's your favorite pastime sport? Is it baseball or NFL football? Do I have to pick one of those two? Well, it's a choice. <laughs> or do, is it that you are by choice? I'll, I mean, I'll say out of the two, baseball, because my brother has trained a few high-profile baseball boys. Oh, so it's yeah. by affiliation and association. Yeah. Okay, and great. I get less hurt when I play baseball than if I try to play football <laughs> with the boys. Yeah, makes sense. I hear that. Um, so you have a choice between ham and cheese, peanut butter and jelly. Which one would you choose? Oh, ham and cheese. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that was quick. That was quick. Why? Why ham and cheese? That was quick. You want to know? It's so funny. Um, in my childhood, I never ate peanut butter and jelly. Wow. I ate peanut butter and fluff, fluff and nutter. Oh. Okay. Not, I don't like my jelly and my peanut butter, but I grew <laughs> up on my dad and my mom. We used to own a restaurant, and so everything was baked. So we used to have baked ham, and yeah. baked ham with the cloves were fresh yeah. with beautiful cheese on yeah. toast with mustard. Um, wow. That's why ham mm. and cheese all the way. <laughs> Song's amazing. Song's amazing. I hear you. Okay, I so. Questions. 
Wonderful. Okay, great. So, Laura, let's say you have a megaphone and, you know, uh, I basically ask everyone on my show this question, especially at this time. There's about roughly 8.1 billion people on the planet. And you have this one opportunity to say something, but you know that you have the air of every single individual on the planet. What would you say to them? Yeah, this is something that sticks in my mind often. And whether you are um, a religious person or not, um, but I love the story of when Jesus was on the cross and he said, do you not know that you yourselves are gods? And mm -hmm. I believe in that message. It is the most empowering message that you always have the ability to choose goodness, love, and compassion over all else. Okay. That's a powerful message. <laughs> okay, great. So I just want to take time out to, as you look on the screen, you're going to see that we're inviting you to register freely for our upcoming webinar beginning on the 6th of March, Monday, the 6th of March, 2023, at 10 a.m. That would be AST, Atlantic Standard Time. It's a free registration. The webinar is entitled The Power to Overcome. We're dealing with persons who are struggling with withdrawal, anxiety, and mm -hmm. burnout. And we are giving you the tools, the opportunity, the facilitation to have the empowerment to deal with those challenges, to get your strength refreshing, get your mindset change, get your paradigm shift into a gear that will take you to a place of health, happiness, and prosperity. And, you know, that is what we do here on the Breakout Room. So together with our guests, Laura Brennan-Bale and myself, Andy Charles, we're saying to you so long, Godspeed, God bless, Namaste, Shalom. Bye for now, folks. Thanks for spending this time with us. Hold on, Laura. <laughs>